Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios. This is Old School. Brought to you by Sand Hills Global. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Thursday. Happy Thursday, everybody. Appreciate you hanging out with us. Old School brought to you by the folks of Sand Hills Global. You can, you know, whatever it is you want to do. Internships. You, right. Career opportunities. Located Depth. here in the beautiful, uh, well, mild, <laughs> high 80 temperature of Lincoln, Nebraska. Uh, is their global headquarters. You can uh, go and apply. At sandhills.jobs. Get we em. appreciate it. Get them. Get them. appreciate it. Get them. Get them. 402-464-5685. Sarner Heyman text on Honda Lincoln Hotline. If you want to add to the show, you want to comment, you want to contribute, you have questions, we got it. Have at it. Please do. And the Sarner Heyman live video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter Live. Twitter Live. We're up on Twitter Live so you can see what's going on in the studio. You will see uh, Big Slim and Farico. Mark Onweiler. Eventually, if I put myself on there. Big Slim. Yeah, get yourself there in there. There we are. There we are. Get yourself in there. You know, you, you, you're you going to have to tell me the secret on the facial hair because your facial hair grows at a pace that is not normal to most human beings. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm really trying to decide what to do with it because yeah. I, I don't want to shave every day. Right. But it grows too fast to not shave every day. Right. So, but I kind of got tired of having the beard. You got to trim it up every day, man. Yeah, yeah. It, that, that, that takes work. Yeah. Do, do you not want to spend the, 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 the time or the money to constantly trim your you beard? You know, it's not even that. It's uh, it's the time to clean up after I trim it. All the tiny little hairs in the sink. You don't have a space for that? No, we only have the one bathroom. I know. I know. Uh, that, that's tough. We that's made a mistake tough. when we bought our house. That I didn't prioritize that high enough. Yeah, beard, beard hair is, is a thing. So For sure, yeah. Yeah, I mean, no time set aside, no five minutes where you can well, really... I, there, there's time for that. But what I've found is are, are, I never clean up the, the sink well enough to where my wife won't go in and say, what, you didn't clean the sink? Fair. <laughs> Fair. Because that's a thing that exists everywhere. No matter how well I clean the bathroom, I have not cleaned the bathroom yeah. well enough. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. And then they and then they be like, wonder why you don't want to clean the bathroom. <laughs> Well, because then it's like well, you're not gonna be happy. You're not gonna be happy anyway. So I, I should just let it go. Like, what, what, what's the phrase from uh, how, the house party? A beat down's a beat down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. Yeah. <laughs> Don't fight it. Just take it and just right. move on. Right? right. It's like okay, you're gonna be you're not gonna be happy with it. So just go ahead and do it, and then do that. I, there's a there's a, there's a, there's some context on social content on social media where there's a woman who tells the story of why men are the way they are and how to help women, like, understand that when he goes quiet, it's just that he knows that no matter what he says, he's still going to hear more about it. So he's just quiet. Because I'm like, this woman is a genius. She's <laughs> right. giving up the playbook. She, she, she knows it. Right. Like, <laughs> but the problem is, 
it, and it's not just women or just people. It, it's not even like a significant other or partner or whatever. Just people in general. They could have the playbook, but they refuse to read the playbook. That that is true, Jay. Just like some football players. I was say, are we going to turn this into a transition? It, 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 it is here? the truth. We spend a lot of day, you know, rightfully so, on Vince Scully. It's time. Hey, listen here, man. I always say this. Time waits for no man. For nobody. You know what I'm saying? It is now August 4th. I don't know if the game's on the 26th or 27th, but at the end of the day, you you are about two weeks away from uh, the biggest game and probably it is crazy because, you know, being a part of Coach Osmond's first national championship game, that was held as the biggest game in his coaching career. And at that time, it was like if Nebraska didn't finally win a national championship, it would have never happened again. He ended up winning three out of four years. But, um, you know, this is the biggest game in school history. It is because it's, 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 uh, it's a huge year. It's, it's an even bigger opportunity. The pressure's there. Um, and there's an overwhelming theme of, uh, you know, I think like around here, uh, prior to this staff, probably even a little bit when, you know, late in Bo's like tenure, Definitely when Callahan was here, I think like the, it just became a, a thing to not embrace the pressure or the expectations. And it's not, and really now is um, if you do that, if you do that for so long, you know, it becomes like subconsciously in your DNA. You know what I mean? Like, so if you just keep putting it out there, like, oh, you know, you know, yeah, everybody else is good. So let's just be OK, you know, Um <clears throat> So in order, only way to get out of it is you have to actually speak, embracing the pressure, um, and the expectations into existence. And the reason why I watch a lot of, I try to like look at other professional sports, look at other coaches, how they're successful, and see how they make or how, what makes them tick in general, and how they lead other players. Uh, one, because I coach, but then two, just to under, maybe understand different teams philosophy and, and yeah, coaches just some psychology behind that yeah. right and yeah. just how different people go about handling their business so i was watching i, I love european soccer i think it's uh it, ultimately i'd love to go to a big match but obviously they have some serious issues over there for people that have um pigmentation in their skin you know <laughs> the players i'm sure if i'm over there I, you know, hey, they, they roll deep over there i don't want to get hemmed up over there but I'd, i want to attend an event so I was watching it um, about, you know, there's Tottingham, um, Man City, um, and there's a new one out, and it's a team that was really, really good, and they had, uh, what was it, Therion Henry? Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was where he kind of made a name for himself. He has a statue out there, and they've been on a, you know, down slope. They have a lot of young players, right, a young coach that was a very, very successful player, in in his own right, came under or grew up in – he's a young coach but grew up in his coaching career under Pep, who's a really – he might be one of the best coaches of all time in European soccer history. Now he's there, and he's dealing with the fan base. As soon as they lose, they haven't scored, it's over, turn the lights off. Well, he broke it down, and he, and he said – he explained to him, explained to the players – why he does this so he got down on their level and it was like a kind of make or break game for them if they had it would have been the first time in a hundred years 
that a team had started 0 and 4 and hadn't start or scored a goal. Hmm. So he broke down that he was born with a uh, a heart issue. He was never supposed to play sports, but he exceeded expectations when everybody doubted him. Obviously, you know, correlated to the fans. But then one of the things that Henry said is, you know, us as past players are tired of the expectations being down and no pressure. He's like, it has to be the exact opposite. He's like, we are who we are, and we need to be who we should be, and it needs to be something that you need to deal with. Now, do you get there overnight? No, but you get there by embracing it. And, uh, and you know, last time I talked to one of the players on the team, and he's like, I want to pr- prove everybody wrong. I was like, no, you need to prove yourself and everybody that believes in you right. Forget proving people wrong. You're going to be doing you, – you, you could do that and everything. Just you're here. And so now you need to prove everybody right, including yourself, by embracing and setting the expectations to the standard that you need to live by every day because that's what, that's what really gets you to that next level. My big question <clears throat> for the Huskers has been – continues to be what is the standard like i whether it's a team standard or program standard because the program standard's higher than the team standard the individual standard which has to match the program standard. Yeah, it's all it's got to go from top to it's got to be from right like each one whoever, has to fold whoever, naturally yeah. into the other it's kind of like a <laughs> it's kind of like a beautiful like waterfall you know you see the ones that are like rapids and, they, and when they go over like a bump and they splash everywhere this has to be a beautiful one where it kind of just rolls over because we're like, asking we're asking teenagers and 20-year-olds to match decades of standard that they don't understand and that they weren't a part of and they're being separated from like that's the part that this is the weird part of it Jay yeah you're asking you're you're, people. You're, 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 you're you're literally fighting <laughs> you're literally fighting it'd be like going in, me going into a box i'm just i love boxing too so it'd be like uh going into a boxing match and fighting like muhammad ali as like a hologram yeah hmm. and he's just dancing around and just dot my eye just hum 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 you know what i mean and then just everything that i'm doing i'm I'm actually spinning my wheels. You're and doing it, it, what you know. And well, first of all, you're going to be—it's <laughs> going to be pure chaos, right? Because it's like fighting somebody in the dark. Yeah. Um, but one of the things I always tell people, like when I came to Nebraska, I didn't know. I learned. I embraced it, which I think they have a lot of guys on the team that are like that. But from the top, which was, you know, say I don't know—I don't know who the president and all that. Yeah, you know, I had no idea that chancellors and all them I, right. I just thought the ad kind of ran the whole deal so today yeah well, we, well we were segmented and, you know we were in the football stadium so just from bill Byrne, obviously to coach osmore to the assistant coaches to the gas to the equipment staff um people that you know to training staff all the way down to um the janitors there was just a standard it was just that's just the way it was it was like you know, you do your best. It's a, you take pride in you, all the things, you know, you think about. And then once you get back to that, you do it. And I think it's it's kind of the chicken and the egg thing with Nebraska. They know it. You can say it. Um, you know, um, you know, would I probably do some stuff differently, you know, as far as it? Um, maybe because I talked to other people that I know that, I you know, that played at other – or that, you know, or, or played at other universities that – work with them or just kind of have a different situation in order to get them to really kind of like 
warp speed it. You know, I guess I could say it. Yeah. You know, I think if, you, if the more that you, the more that you're there, more that you see it, or more it's around you, it just like I said, it becomes a part yeah. of you. Yeah. But if you, if it's like here, there, everywhere, it's like it doesn't have the effect, right? Because and here's where, here's here's an example in in pros, right? So I go from Nebraska, where we obviously won a lot, to Buffalo. Jim Kelly wasn't the quarterback. Uh, Daryl Talley wasn't on the team anymore. Um, Steve Tasker was retired. Um, um, all the guys that were a part of it, you know, when they kind of – even the lean times, but even, you know, when they went on their run and and to get back, were in, <laughs> around all the time. And Jim Kelly – you know, talk about what it's like, to, what it means to play in Buffalo and explain to me to get the, get me to feel and understand you're not just playing for the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, I'm here, Jim Kelly, you know, you know, X, Y, and Z. But these people here that you're playing for, it's as close to college as you're going to get versus he compared it to the Jets or something like that. So once you kind of like have those guys around and see them, they're there to kind of like push you, right? They're there to kind of advise you. They're there to kind of, kind of be that you know on your shoulder. But the more that it, it really got me into loving Buffalo, hmm. probably a lot faster than I actually would. And so that's why when I when I talk about when I got traded, I was like felt like I was part of Buffalo, and I was about to. It, I was hoping to be like a Daryl Talley, where you play eight, ten years in Buffalo. You know what I mean? Um, Kind of like how the Patriots are, where you okay, you know, where you think like, yeah, if I could get a contract that I could play three, four years instead of two because of the salary cap numbers, I do it because I love it here. You know what I'm saying? And so those are things that are important. Now, can you correlate that to like wins and losses, like two wins a year? No, but I can tell you, it'll correlate to consistency. Well, it keeps you, it keeps you connected to it. There is a commitment. The vested is the it, is, keeps, is the it keeps the finger. the emotional vestige yeah ver, rather than just the financial and the yeah it, it, see that what it does is it keeps the finger on you like and you're not it, constantly starting over right but it keeps the fin- <laughs> it keeps the finger on you it's no different than like the the Redskins yeah. yeah like I grew up a Redskin fan I always talk about watching the Redskins and the Pittsburgh they they would scrimmage every that was like me yep. and my grandma's deal yep loved it so when but loved it. The Charles Manns and all those guys when they were done playing, you'd see they they like those guys knew. That's why Redskins fans are no different than Nebraska fans because they know when an owner is not doing right, mm-hmm. it's trickling down to the players. You know what I'm saying? And the players start to dismount from it because right. it, it it does. They're not right. allowed to be in their greatness, right? And it's a thing. So when it when it comes to Nebraska. They've got a tenured time. It's a very short piece of piece of space for them to work in, and they've got to be comfortable, and they've got to know what is expected and what is not accepted. Yeah, I think in a, in a like short I said, space. I, I think they have. I would say true. I said it last year, and I said it in a roundabout way, but obviously uh, this year, I think they have true and I think the best true intrinsic leaders list on the surface, and I primarily on defense because that's you know. Mm. Where I got to hang out a little bit. Um, I think that this true intrinsic leadership is there. I think those guys have learned a lot. I think it, they had the the blessing and the not so fun time of watching other people work in these spaces. Um, what works, what didn't. They always have been open to 
advice and camaraderie with older players, uh, with former players. Um, but then also I think it was good for them to wait their time and understand and go through another se- – I, I don't know, go through another season. I mean, granted, 9-3 and three would have been great, but to go through another season and not meet expectations and understanding the difference between participating and doing. When you participate, it can look like you're doing it. But when you're doing it, you live it. It's you the, live it every it, single it's day. It's the fake hustle, yeah. and then it shows up in the results. Like, you, you, well, we hustle. Yeah, you fake hustle, and that's why the results are what they are. Well, it's what the, difference, the, <laughs> the difference is are you a hard worker or do you work hard? A hard worker is going to do it every single day, no matter what. A, 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 you know what I mean? A hard worker. That's what he's going to do. Every, it's in his DNA. Uh, a person that, like, works hard was, like, what a coach can do. You can set up drills. I can have you run gassers. I can, you know, run 50 million plays. And then while you're here, you you know, you work hard. But what do you do afterwards? And so I think that they'll be fine. I think this game is huge in the sense of the most important thing is just to get the win. It is. Now, yeah, you you know, in the it, it's kind of, again, fighting an unknown objective because if Nebraska goes over there and say they win 30 to 27, hmm. right, people's by the time they land, people will complain how it looked, right? Mm-hmm. But then if Nebraska goes over there and wins, say, 45 to 10, mm-hmm. then they'll say, well, that's what they should do. Mm-hmm. But in reality is the most important thing is the win. And, it, it, you know, I'd say to the first person that has that would be calling in on the uh, Honda and Lincoln hotline at 402-464-5685 or text in at the Sarder Heyman text line at 402 464 Five six eight five. That's a tongue twister for me, but uh, <laughs> I would say to them, would you rather have an ugly win per se or an ugly loss? Then they would probably come. Well, then I would probably have to hit the dump button, cause, <laughs> right? Because I would always like an ugly win versus ugly loss. Because there were several beers and it's affected the conversation. Well, just it. Period. <laughs> right. right. Well, just, well, just I'm saying, you, you, don't talk to me about a loss when we won. Right. You know, don't don't try to act like we lost when we won. And then secondly, when they say well, well, Mr. Foreman, that also means that you can't talk to me about winning after you've lost. Correct. Because at the Which end, is such a part of the now, now that now you, <laughs> we jumped we jumped to point three. Now I'm gonna finish number two. Number two is when you say, Well, that's what you should have done and this is what you did last year against them, so this is the expectation. Okay, well then that's fine. But then I would say, Well, how many years has it been that we haven't done what we're supposed to do? So pump your brakes there. So ultimately, going over there for however many days that they're going and coming back with a victory is all that matters. Yeah. And then now you're talking about don't talk about winning or the perception of doing good and winning when you lost. That's what I referred to last year. Like, granted, I don't, you don't want the, the mantle of being the best 3-9 and nine team in NCAA history, right? Because there's different ways that you got to the one score loss. Right, you could be down by There's 14. A way. There's well, a you way. could be down by ten and then score late. Mm-hmm. You still, you score late with three, ten seconds left. You still, you're down by ten. Right. You know what I mean? So ultimately, you get to winning, um, get on a roll, and then a lot of things can happen. I mean, look, a team that's been a thorn in their side, side Minnesota. Part of the reason why PJ Fleck just got re re upped is because of that magical season a few years ago. They could have very well been zero and three. They could have been one and two. They definitely got lucky to be three and zero. Oh. If it, if the linebacker from South Dakota State, I don't know who he is, 
played cover three like like you'd probably see people play out at Seacrest and make a tackle, they lose that game against South Dakota State at home. The, I think it was their first game. Right. Then they go out to Fresno, and I think they might have won in overtime. Now, that, mind you, this is with a plethora of running backs and three NFL receivers. They could have lost to Fresno. And, and Georgia State, I think, had them on the ropes at home, and they come back victory. But they go 3-0, and the winning feeling. Then all of a sudden they take off. They have a couple upset victories, dip a little bit, and then they have the – the um, program in short-term changing victory against Penn State at home on national TV to win that one game. Then they go to – you know, then now the expe- now that everything's changed, now everybody's uh, antennas are up when you're listening. Now they're understanding what the expectations is. And then they really know what's the difference between winning and losing. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's, the, it's that card analogy – you are what what the books say you you are. That's what Bill Parcells used to always right, say. Right, right, like you are who you're. You are who your record. You are your record says yeah, you are. Yeah. Like you you can you can you can you can try to put lipstick on the pig. It's still a pig. Oh, he told us that. <laughs> he can't, he, right, like he, hey, was, yeah. he came hey, and man, told us that one time, and when we were in Houston, you know, and he was like, "Yeah, you guys, you guys got a good defense and stuff." He's like, "But you're not great." Oh man, no, oh, oh. No. he's like you guys are great because if you guys are great, you guys wouldn't be instead of being Ooh. seven and nine, you guys would be ten and six. Yeah, there's a di- like and because the, there's a, cause and there's jo- a big difference well, between well, winning three more games and and not losing. Well, they would talk about it. I mean, Joe Gibbs would say there's there's a way. Like he he would say it constantly. Whatever friction you 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 face, there's a way to get through it. We know that. We know that there's a way that bad teams and less talented teams still win. There's a way. There's a way for you to get in the starting lineup. There's a way for you to get the big contract. There's a way for you to win games. You're you either you either you're either doing it or you're not, and you make excuses. And you got to do it for a long term. But I think Nebraska will be fine. I mean, as long as they get over there, you know, healthy and um, you know they're all saying healthy and happy. Go over there and happy means with your mindset of happy um, not to be there, but happy that you're going to play football and do the, you know, and, and complete the job, which is uh, to win an odd game. But maybe, you know, I always try to look at it. Yeah, it's an odd game across in Ireland. Uh, first game of the season generally is extremely hot. It's going to be mild. Um, 60s or 70s. 60s or 70s. We, I mean, it, you know, but, it you know, it's not going to be – you're not playing at home where, you know, 80,000, 90,000 people – so uh, you know, I but think st- it'll be a home game though. They're gonna, I, yeah, well, I think you know, it's fair yeah, to say they're going to be more yeah, Nebraska more fans Nebraska there fans. than Northwestern. Right. Yeah, fans. yeah, but it'll be weird with there's only twelve thousand of them. Yeah, and it won't be as loud as. It's not like when they took over Northwestern and they had pretty much fifty thousand fifty thousand yeah. people. So it's going to be, but I think a game like this kind of works to Nebraska's advantage because the distractions are going to be less, and you can kind of get them to lock in a little bit tighter because of the time change right so if i really think i need to kind of shut off social media and i don't need to say hey give me take a big old bucket and put all your phones in here well guess what helps me the six hour time difference and i need you to be asleep right and i'm only going over there with was 85 guys i think or whatever don't know they apparently they can take as many as they want okay well they, i mean can they dress as many as they want or i would i, I would imagine that you don't d- dress everybody because the confusion of numbers and yeah. multiplicity. But maybe everybody – I'm just right? saying 85 guys. I mean, generally, you know, the travel team. So you'd like him to be 
in there. And then I think the message needs to be like, look, dude, we granted, we're going to go over and probably see some stuff, right? It's a different kind. It's a once a lifetime trip. Um, embrace it. And then, you know, ultimately we're here to, you know, win the game. You know, there's two ways to look at it. Go over there and give them a once in a lifetime experience because that's what college football should be about. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, mm -hmm. And then the other thing is, is like uh, go over there and make it pure about business. So I think Nebraska has chose the latter, um, but they'll have, I'm sure they'll get to see the countryside or whatever and experience enough uh, of Ireland. I think we've Ireland becomes a lot better when you win. All of it. Like, none of, of it matters. But, but on the other side of it, I think we're missing the point as well, that Northwestern has a guy as well. Like, they've got a dude. They Look, Coach Fitz isn't going to – that's the yeah, – uh, yeah, He's not uh, going over listen, there on, uh, yeah, on some, I mean, on some this, nonsense. This is what people don't understand when, when, you, when, <laughs> you, when you hang your hat on – I'll tell you this, that the schedule I think is easy, right? It's set up timing-wise – who you're playing opponent first eight games is pretty gettable. The last four is a gauntlet that's fine, you know, but it's a better schedule than you've been playing. But here's what people don't understand about, um, the big 10 is I think top to bottom. They're the best coaches in the nation, you, you know, and they, well, Fitzgerald, I mean, to get to talk to him, um, one is because I watched – it was crazy. I watched him in high school when they were trying to recruit me. But hmm. his mentality is they're they're not going to back down. You, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sure he was embarrassed. I know he gave up a lot of kudos. But from a linebacker standpoint, I know when he's saying they had a great game plan, they 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 played well. He 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 he's puckered up tight internally about it because for him to kind of say it, he's been he's been living that for a while to get embarrassed. I mean, not a lot of teams beat them like Nebraska did. Explosive play, you know, physical play to the point that where you know some guys on the Northwestern looked like they were kind of trying to tap out a little bit. You know, um, that was one of the games I felt like Nebraska was playing to the echo of the whistle, which is great. But you don't think that. He's going to take nine months of that venom. Well, that's what I'm saying. When he's driving in, <laughs> when he's driving in the uh, Northwestern from his house, oh, I'm sure he's thinking. I mean, mm -hmm. it, but at the end, the first game is always the hardest um, because they've been to prepare. They've gotten to prepare for you for so long. Now, what helps Nebraska is that we do have new staff, some new players, and new offensive scheme, so it's not as easy. But ultimately, he's going to try to get back to what made Northwestern. Always be a surprise in the Big Ten championship, which is the small things and uh, change of the mentality. Uh, I'll ask you: Does Northwestern under Pat Fitzgerald have back-to-back -back bad years? They haven't. <laughs> which, 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 which the whole Big Ten needs to be on alert. Yeah. But I think that they don't have the roster to kind of do it. But I don't think they'll be as bad as they okay. were last year. I'm just going to say, uh, we before we go to break, uh, some breaking news. Nebraska track and field head coach Gary Pepin announces his retirement. Uh, he has led the program for 42 years. Ooh, he announced wow. his retirement Ooh. on Thursday, bringing a close to one of the most successful coaching careers in collegiate track and field history. In his 42 years as a head coach of the Husker track and field program, 
Pepin's list of accomplishments includes three national championship teams, 73 con conference team titles, 59 individual NCAA champions, 639 All-Americans, 597 individual uh, conference champions, and six uh, Casita Academic All-Americans. Uh, he is a Hall of Fame member. Uh, was named to the uh, name Big 12 and Big 10 Coach of the Year a combined 28 times and the Region Coach of the Year 11 times. Uh, his statement goes as follows, and we'll do this as we go to break. Uh, I want to express my gratitude to the Athletic yeah. Department uh, Administration for the support of the program over these years. Success it has achieved uh, would not have been possible otherwise. I'm grateful uh, for the hard work and the many hours put in by the Husker track and field uh, officials, uh, organization, and, of course, the hundreds of student-athletes that are a part of the Husker family. We'll talk about it more over the course of, uh, of old school, but we'll throw it to break. Gary Pepin, well wow. done. Wow, I mean, just – Well done. Well done. Well done. Legendary. Man, they're, they're, you, better, you better give that man his flowers. Uh, Mark will tell us. What's up next on Old School? Oh, that song ain't coming on. You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. When everyone is on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. No matter what you do or what industry you're in, how you communicate is key. Everything you type is equally important to collaboration, and Grammarly can help. Think of it as your AI writing partner, empowering you to communicate effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact in the workplace. 96% of Grammarly users say it helps them craft more impactful writing. And as the gold standard of responsible AI, Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. By understanding your writing and context, Grammarly provides relevant, personalized suggestions. And with tone suggestions, you can navigate even the most difficult work conversations. You can also save time from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds with one click. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said. Done. 